This is episode 8 of the Success Smoothie Podcast with Obasa Olorufemi. Smoothie Podcast. My name is Yifalbae King Bebudu and I am a HR professional, author, and personal development thought leader. I am also the host of the Success Smoothie Podcast, a weekly podcast where I share actionable insights and tactics that you can use to become better, wiser, and wealthier. From time to time on the show, I also interview brilliant guests. And on each interview, I relentlessly probe guests to uncover the mindset, the habits, the tools, the ideas, the resources that they've used to achieve their own measure of success. So you, the listener or the success movie scholar, can apply those same lessons to improve your life. You can find the full archive on any episode on ifomang.com. That's I-F-E-O-M-A-N-G.com. I-F-E-O-M-A-N-G.com. If you're listening to this, I'd be so happy to hear from you. So do leave a comment or tag me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is at Ifoma underscore NKM. That's at I-F-E-O-M-A underscore N-K-E-M. And please don't forget to use the hashtags. Hashtag Success Smoothie Podcast. Hashtag SS Scholar. That's S-S-S-C-H-O-L-A-R. Hashtag cheers. Good success. So on today's episode... Yes, on today's episode, we have our very first guest. Yeah, our very first guest is a serial entrepreneur who is currently the chief strategist and CEO of Extra Femi, a parent company comprising of four startups, Extra Femi Social, Waka Fire, Chat Class NG, and Page 4. Waka Fire Photography, which is where he seems to be spending most of his energy these days, is a premium mobile photography startup that uses the latest phone technology. That photographer of Waka Fire, he not only covers events and provides brand shooting services for clients, but he also has one-on-one trainings and an and an online course through which he teaches entrepreneurs and everyday people how to take professional grade photos with their phones so they can have lit pictures for their online marketing efforts without having to spend a lot of money paying a professional photographer. So in fact, if you need copyright free images for your social media posts or ads or whatever, you can visit wakafire.photography. That's W A K A F I R E dot photography to download your copyright free images and use as you like. On this note, I'd like you to please join me. Make welcome today's guest, Olorun Femi Obasa. Femi, it's so great to have you on the show today. How are you? Just welcome, <laughs> Femi. Oh my God, Femi, you're welcome. Yay! So welcome. How are you today? I'm great. I'm in. I was for a minute there. I was wondering who you were talking about. Ah, please. I'm talking about Laura Fembo Basta. Hey, CEO, Chief Strategist of Extra oh, Family. So, so today, the episode of the show now, yes. itself, like I call this real entrepreneur. Tell us a little bit. Of- okay. Hmm. Do you want do you want the long version or the short version? The short <laughs> today we want the short version of how well, it all started as the I think, I think for me I think for me um I would say that my very first business 
while I was at the university, um, it was it was um, I visited a friend, her resident, and she gave me a present present of disposable tissue paper. I mean, for for just so that we are clear, it's uh, this thing that ladies use to clean their faces with uh, Paloma disposable tissue. I mean, I'm not I'm not affiliated to the brand in any way, but I just give that examples so that for clarity on what I was talking about. Okay. Yes. And she she gave it to me as a present. And immediately the thing touched my hand. The wheels in my head began to turn. <laughs> and I began to see the potential that this thing had. And what it could become and what I could do with it. And so ordinarily, ordinarily, I mean, I should just use to clean my face and, and, and be done with it. But first of all, I asked myself, how many ladies on campus use this? Where can I get this to buy and how can I sell it? Ah, all that thought just because somebody gave you a gift. It was weird, right? Really weird. Well, you broke at that point in your life. Were you very broke? Um, I would say I was broke, and I, but I was not very broke. Okay. So, I mean, so she gave it to me. I went, I went I went back to my apartment and I started to ruminate on these questions that came to my heart. And it was I was it was weird because I was like, why would I be thinking about these things? Why would I be worrying about them? But I just kept on thinking on it about it. And then the following week, she comes to my she comes to my own apartment. Apparently, this wasn't my girlfriend. So I mean I have to put that, I have to put that disclaimer out there. We're just very good friends. <laughs> she she visited, she returned the visit to my apartment and she saw that I still had the item unopened. And she was like, I mean, Femi, are you expecting this thing to multiply? And this is not bread and two fishes. You're supposed to use it to clean your face. I said, no, that uh, I'm, I'm cooking something. She should hold on and that I will let her know what it was about. So she she asked me a few questions and I told her what I was thinking about. And then she offered to give me the address of where she normally buys in town. Okay. And a customer and all of that. So she gave me all of that. And then the following week, I took a trip to town. My goal is at least one hour, 15 minutes from town. Okay. So I went to town. I, I did my, I went to find out how much it was sold for, how much I could buy it, and, and, and so on and so forth. Eventually, I would buy a thousand, I mean, a hundred units of that thing. Of that, um, it came in a pack. It came. It came in a pack of. Um, it came in a pack of ten for one eighty for one hundred eighty naira. Okay. And then I will sell it. I will sell it to the shops in school for three hundred naira, and then the shops in school will sell it oh. for five hundred naira. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And because there were ladies in school. You know, they, who couldn't afford to buy the packets? They were selling yeah, in ones yeah. and twos. I wasn't packed. selling. I wasn't selling in ones and twos. I was selling on the wholesale to the, to the shops in school. Mm -hmm. Then the people in these other students would go buy it from the shops in school. Yes. That was how I started my first business in school. Okay. Yes. And then from we moved on to other things. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I've, I've done a bunch of stuff like yours. Mm. Okay, so for today now, I'm not even, you know, today's episode, we're not even focusing on just Today we're talking about how to run a profitable side business, especially in Niger, you know, so how to run a profitable side business. Because one of the things, I currently have a job, and I know a lot of people 
who um because I, I guess maybe the way we were trained you went to school a lot of people will find it easier to have their jobs and then start a side business and then from there become full-time entrepreneurs because i hear it's bloody to just go all out and be an entrepreneur like that control over their finances and so that's what i'm looking to help people see you know that okay you have a job but how can you have a profitable side business that gives you extra income so that's, i think that's that first of all you need to for you. hello are you there yeah, I'm here. Very good. Very good. So I now, um, ask, I what are the benefits of having a side business as in an employee having a side business? What to you are the benefits? Is there any benefit or there's no need? Oh, there are tons of benefits. Tons. So we're waiting lists. Number one, I, I think that you need to I think that you need to um identify your strengths i think i think you need to identify your strengths that's the first place to start from not everybody has the same strengths but you need to identify your strengths okay and the way you identify that strength you can now begin to work from that strength. i think the next thing to do is identify the the access and the leverages and the tools that are available to you within your, your nine to five some people have jobs that allows them to stay beyond a certain period of time. So, for example, closing time is five o'clock, and uh, some companies would there are some company policies that say that by if you close at five, by six or seven p.m. you should be out of the company. While there yes, are others that will allow you to stay beyond that time. There are some exactly there are some companies that would say that because resumption time is seven a.m. You cannot sign into your computer or the office internet will not even be on until five minutes to seven. Okay. So you cannot, or you cannot gain access to the building until that time. So I think different buildings, different companies, different companies have different policies. I think it's important to understand okay. exactly how your 95 works and the leverages that are available to you. There are also some companies that allow you to stay the night over. Oh, okay. Yes. I know, I know I have colleagues that maybe on a Wednesday night or on a Friday night, he can sleep over in the office and then finish what he has to do and then go home the following morning. Okay. Some companies allow that. So you need to understand, you know, the intricacies of the job that you have. Okay. The third thing you need to do is understand your job. You cannot begin, because the mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make is that because you are starting a side hustle and you are building a side hustle, your employer begins to suffer. Job begins to suffer. I'm, okay. here to, I'm here to announce to you that if that's what you are doing, you are stealing. Are you a thief? Okay. Okay. Your, so, your nine-to-five should not I, suffer I'm, because... I, I was just repeating what you said, that if I have a side business and my nine-to-five is suffering, then I'm stealing from my employer. Exactly. You are stealing. Oh. Technically, you are stealing from your employer. Oh, okay. And what for clarity, what are you stealing? You are, it's paying you for your time and you are stealing that time. That's what you are stealing. Okay. Yes. You, you, must understand, you must understand what the intricacies of your job and ensure that your responsibilities, your tasks, your deliverables do not suffer okay. because you want to go ahead with your side hustle. Then you must also find out where you can outsource. And a lot of people say these things. So, for example, I'll tell you one common area that a lot of people outsource without knowing about it. In the aspect of taking Uber or Taxify, we are technically outsourcing the driving. 
for taking the bus. What yes. you have done in that instance is that you've outsourced the driving and responsibilities and all of that to somebody else. And you yes. are paying that person for that. Yes, very true. So you, you can find areas of your life where you can outsource. What that does for you is that it frees up more time to do other things. Okay. So your, your laundry, your driving, your housekeeping, your shopping, your cooking, your, we can outsource all of that. And that frees up time. In fact, it frees up incredible time to do several other things. When I was much younger, five, six years ago, I used to do my, I like to do my laundry either on a Friday morning or on a Saturday morning. But the implication of that is that from the point I wake up till 11 a.m. or 12 noon, I am completely yes. useless because I'm washing up. <laughs> and then depending on the... Yes, like course, I can't, I can't do any other thing. Yes. And then by that, because depending on the volume of clothes that I wash, when I finish washing the clothes, I'll be so tired and then I have breakfast and the next thing is I want to go and sleep. So technically, yes. from the time I wake up till 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock, I am so, completely unavailable. Yeah. That is a loss of yeah. hours gone. Especially on a Saturday if you're thinking of your business. Exactly. I can simply outsource that laundry and have all of that time to do something else. The next thing I would say is that you need to, you need to pick your struggle. <laughs> you cannot be the one, and I'm serious, you cannot be the one that wants to have a 9 to 5 and a side hustle and you are the same person that wants to attend OMB every weekend. It cannot work. Okay. Unless, of, unless, of course, your business has to do with side hustle. All of that time you are spending at OMB every weekend, you can invest that time into your business. Which is why I said you need to pick a struggle. I, am not, I have nothing against OMB. I'm only saying that your time now becomes your biggest asset. You cannot spend it anyhow. You can't spend so if you, cut, if you cut back on OMB and parties and hanging out and social events and movies and all of that, if you cut back on all of these social things, you will have you more have time to invest in your business. Where most people miss it is that you want to have an active social life, a vibrant social life, attend all the OMBs, and you want to keep at your job. At the same time, you want to run your side hustle. I'm sorry, it doesn't work. Okay. For non-Nigerians listening to this, Owambe is what is it, your bad word for fatty. Abi, if I be, I'm correct. Yes, yes. I'm right here. Yes, in your bad word for fatty. So he said, if you if you're going to have your nine to five and then run a profitable side business, you're going to have to sacrifice the time you would have spent going for parties, all kinds of vacations that happen in Nigeria. A lot of vacations happen on Saturday. So he said you're going to have to sacrifice it. It's called delayed gratification. <laughs> You delay the gratification of having yes. you set up all those parties and invest that time into building your business. Okay, so I, I got that point out. So mainly what you said now, like knowing what your strengths are, making yes. a commitment, making sure that your nine to five is um that you don't fail on your nine to five, that you don't steal from your employer, and yes. then to outsource different things that take your time outside of your nine to five so that you can have more time to do it. This to me sounds like the consideration yes. we should have when we're thinking of having a side business. Am I right? Exactly. 
Yes. Okay, so there's yes. consideration. So do you have any other considerations you say we should have besides from looking at your strengths, looking at the advantages you have on your nine to five, like the thing, the leeway your nine to five gives you, looking at the things you can outsource so you can have time and making the decision to delay gratification so that you can have more time. I, I think that finally I will add one more thing. Okay. There are certain myths, certain myths in, in the entrepreneurship world. Certain people who believe that unless as an entrepreneur, unless you go all in and become a full-time entrepreneur, you are not an entrepreneur. Okay. I think I beg to differ. I think that you need to define what you want to do. If you feel that okay, I need to resign to do this thing full-time, understand, you need to you need to see, you need to really sit down and think about these things. Because you are no longer within the safety and the security and the consistency of your salary. Very true. So it means that your lifestyle is going to change. So you really need to sit down and think about these things properly and ensure that you are able mentally, emotionally, and physically to absorb then you know, um, be having a side hustle does not make you less of an entrepreneur as somebody who has a full time business. It does not. So, most say these ones oh, are they're okay. not full entrepreneurs because they are doing it at a part time or they have a side hustle. Yes, I am an entrepreneur. Nobody should make me feel inferior because I'm not a full time entrepreneur. Is that what you're saying? There's no exactly that's what I'm saying. <laughs> both, both of you are putting in the work. You're yes. making the sacrifices, and yes, the person who is who is a full time will definitely sometimes have to make more sacrifices than you who have. I mean, there are many, there are some months where you have a side hustle, you don't make money that month, but you'll be fine yes. because your salary covers you. Yeah, the guy who, exactly, the guy who is a, who is a full time entrepreneur cannot afford to take that risk. He must work. Must do whatever he has to do. Or she has to go, go, under. go under. My point exactly. Okay. I hope with this two point of mine, I've answered your question. Yeah, yeah. You know, the funny thing was, I first I asked about what do you think are the benefits of a nine to five? Because the uh, benefits of having a side business if you have a nine to five. But you were so in the spirit, you went ahead to tell us the considerations we should be, we should have, things we should consider before we have the business. So I want to go back to that original question. What do you think are the benefits you get? Like the benefits are simple. One, one, you get extra income. Yeah, you get extra income to your salary. That's the number one benefit of having a side business. For most people, yes. Number two. Okay. It, ex it, it expands your personal network. It expands your personal network. Yes, your side business brings you into contact with other people that you that they would not ordinarily have met if you were stuck only at your career. Remember okay. that because you're running your side business, you have to meet customers, you have to meet suppliers, you have to meet vendors, you have to speak yes. to this one, speak to that person. So it expands your personal network, which is really good on the long term. It increases your social capital. Which is also very good. That's, so that's number two. What is it? You're just speaking all this English to us, baby. Like, it expands my social capital. What's social capital? App? Like, somebody may be thinking, I, I don't special, know what... I this is special. That's social. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> okay. Social. I can talk fast sometimes. So, somebody may mm -hmm. be thinking, okay, expand my social capital. Or what benefit is that, really? Like, some people may not understand what 
that means. Social capital is basically a function of, um, how do I put this? It's the capital that you amass from social interactions. There are certain doors and certain um, opportunities that will come your way, not because you, not for any other reason outside the fact that you can, you, you know certain people or you, you have certain relationships, you can leverage on certain relationships. Yeah. That's how social capital works. That works. Okay. Yes. So one of the benefits of having a side business is we, um, we grow our social capital and then we know more people that can help throughout our lives in, one word, in ways that we don't even know we need right now. Yes. Okay, okay. So two benefits. One is the extra money. And I think the extra money, I think what I even think of when I think of side business is employees don't have as much control over their finances. For me, when I think of the benefit of having a side business or side businesses, I think of the fact that an employee does not have as much control over their finances as an entrepreneur. Do you get that's like, what, that's what... Uh, can you explain that? I'm not sure I agree with okay. that, but please explain. Okay, what I mean is that, like, an, an, an employee is working for someone, and the person is supposed to it just says, okay, I'm going to pay you 200000 a month. That's it. Mm -hmm. You can improve your skills and be qualified for a promotion. But in that same month where you're working for two, 200K, an entrepreneur can is create, decide to increase his effort and grow his sales in that same month, he can quickly make changes that can influence his earnings immediately. Plus, there's also, if I also feel like if you're an employee and all you have is your salary, the day your office closes down or something happens to your company, they say, I can't pay you. That's it. But an entrepreneur that is focusing on the money and is working towards it, that's something he can control. Like, he can do something about it. He can see the numbers and be like, I need to change this, I need to do this. That's what I think. So I think that when you have a side business, you have extra income and you have more control over your finances. Not exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I, I actually thought. Like, you have, you'll you be able to. But what do you think about that? Or for some for people like me that used to feel that way, that as an employee, like I don't have as much control. But if I'm an entrepreneur, then I can control things better. I'm going to give it to you straight up. People who have who have employees, in most cases, have more cash flow. Okay. Than um, entrepreneurs, quote and unquote. We can in some cases we can outright say they have more money than you, and I'll break it down. I know you don't like me breaking it down. You said I like to explain, but I'll break this one down. Helpful because see, see me for instance. I used to, I, I used to say as emphatically that one of the reasons why I wanted to do other things aside from my job was I wanted to have extra sources of income so that when, like, I, I used the word have more control, meaning that if something should to happen to my job suddenly, at least I have this other source of income. And then I can also work extra, do extra stuff and build an asset for myself that is not dependent on whether my boss decides to not pay me or my company decides to shut down or all those kinds of things. That's how I used to see it. So if you don't agree with it, I'll be very happy to hear from you. And I'm sure somebody who used to think my way may be like, ah, okay, so there's another point of view. What exactly is it? Okay. So your 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 need or your your 
you are saying that because you want extra source of income is correct. A side also gives you extra source of income. Being an entrepreneur gives you extra sources of income. But it does not necessarily imply that you now have more control over your income than somebody who has a job. No. That's okay. where, probably where you, you missed it. Now, okay. if, for example, someone has a job, um, for those outside Nigeria, we're going to use Naira. Um, okay. He's earning 200,000 Naira a month as salary, after tax. Um, you, that, who, you who has a job, who is trying to run a side hustle, yes. first of all, your business is not going to start making 200,000 Naira immediately the first day you launch it. Yes, yes. I You're going to this. need to build up that revenue. Yes. Interestingly, even when you build up that revenue and your revenue 200,000 naira, you still cannot pay yourself 200,000 naira as a salary from your side hustle. Because that's your revenue. Exactly. Not your... <laughs> you still need to cover business costs. Oh. Ultimately, before you can, by my calculations, now I could be wrong, but my calculations, before you can pay yourself 200,000 naira as an entrepreneur, your business is likely doing somewhere between, and this is if you're alone. I'm talking about if you're alone, if you're just one-man business, if you're not, you know, if you don't have staff. Your business is probably doing somewhere between two or five billion naira a year. Perhaps more, because in a year, 200,000 in a year is 2.4 million. For you to pay yourself 2.4 million, it means your business is doing at least eight to 10 million naira in revenue. Oh, okay. Do you understand? So you have to work yeah, double or triple extra hard to earn that same salary that your employer is giving you. Yeah. Coupled with the fact that in most cases, come rain or sunshine, your salary is still constant, relatively. But you as the entrepreneur, you can make money this month. You can do two million naira in revenue this month. And the next month, you are struggling to make 500,000. Okay. Now, that's that. So people say, oh my God, that if you lose your job, you can always fall back to your business and so on and so forth. I find that people who are really good at their jobs and who are resilient, it might take them a while, but eventually bounce back and get other jobs. Okay. For you as a business, if you lose your biggest client or you get wiped out by the competition, it's first of all, the struggle is not just, the struggle is it's emotional. And then sometimes it's more difficult to get back on your feet as an entrepreneur. It's a really steep climb. I'm not saying that you cannot get back up. I'm not saying people have not done it. I mean, you can yeah. get back up and beat and beat everybody else and make your money back. It's been done several times over. Yeah. Can you explain the reality to you? Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. It does. So, but generally, we're saying that two benefits for having a side business is the, the income and then uh, expanding our social capital, like so that we know more people and that can help in bringing more opportunities that way going forward. Yeah, okay. So I was just reiterating what you said as regards to what the I'm benefit here. having um having a side business are. That's the extra income and then expanding our social capital. So is there any other benefit that you would like to mention to us? Like benefit of having a side I business? Think that, I think that it also increases... It increases your resilience and personal discipline. Okay, resilience and personal discipline. Okay. Yes. I think okay. I'd like to stop there. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can be an entrepreneur and not have personal discipline. Financial discipline, personal discipline, discipline over your time. It, it's, it's a very long, it's a very yes. long um, 
Okay, but then how does I think my follow up question would be if resilience and personal discipline are, are an advantage of having a side business, what are the as in how does resilience and self discipline help us to achieve success in life generally? This is success. Oh, that's simple. That's easy. Oh, that's easy. When you when you get um, as an entrepreneur, there will be several issues. There will be several challenges. There will be ups and downs. In fact, there will be so many numerous to count. It's your resilience that keeps you getting back up every morning and going back and keep trying over and over and again till you get it right. <laughs> it's, only your, it's only your resilience that keeps you doing that. If, if you have a job, you can get offended and say, I don't want to work with this guy anymore. I resent and get, in a, a, a get another job elsewhere. As a business owner... You have to you have to go back to that same office and do it over and over and over um, again. <laughs> okay. okay. I think what I even wanted to even say was that the way resilience is to overcome the challenges that they face. So for everybody that we see that is successful in whatever form or fashion, any area of their life where they're successful, they've had to mm -hmm. self-discipline. So if it's the athletes, the discipline to exercise like they should that should then wake up early, maybe go, all those kinds of things. If it's a financially successful person, it's all the sacrifices they've had to make, the discipline. So I think when we have our um, nine to five, and then we are willing to put forth the effort to have a side business, we also increase as in like self-discipline that can help in other areas to achieve success. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. Okay. okay. It's the same discipline. Okay. Yeah. So um, my next question now will be, how would you add your advice? I'll be like, I'd like to ask, what's your advice to a profitable business? So by this question, I mean, how to do for a business to be profitable? Because there's, it's easy for like somebody has a nine to five, and sometimes people have a nine to five, like the heart may not be there so much because when we have we have something to fall back. But now I want to talk about people who are really keen, like inside business and they keep profitable. They fumbled around and it has not been profitable, but they are really keen, like they really want this thing to be profitable. They don't just want it to be something they are doing, not this hobby or something they are doing just to claim that they have a side business. So what would you say? Like how would you advise what things that we need to do put into consideration to make sure that our side businesses are profit you need to pay attention to the business i think you need to pay attention to your numbers i think that you need to pay attention to your numbers and when i say numbers i mean costs expenses um revenue taxes you need to pay attention there that's where your money really is going if you don't know what's going on in that place then um it's going to be really difficult to make money at all not, this time, not even profit. You even make revenue. It's going to be really hard. I think you need to pay attention to your numbers. I think you need to pay attention to your customers. Your customers basically are the ones... There's a saying that your customers are the ones paying your salary. So you need to pay attention to them. Yeah, okay. And ensure that they... they ensure that they are, they are satisfied. satisfied. And then you also need to pay attention to the market that you're serving. Okay, so see we how you can Pay attention to our customers. Pay attention to the markets that we're serving through our business. Yes. So those are the three things you want us to pay. That's what those are the three things that we pay attention to. Then our, our side businesses will be profitable. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. So thank you so much, Femi. Like um, this has been really insightful for me, and I'm very, very sure that um, 
for everyone that has listened or that listens to the show or has listened, they're going to get a lot of value from the things that we have discussed. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing with us. It, it, it was a pleasure to have you. You're thank welcome. You, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You're yeah, welcome. Any, final, any final word for the nine to five us that are considering having a side business or that have a side business? Do you have any final words? Any? I, I, I would say hang in there. I, <laughs> I would say pay attention to your numbers. I would say don't steal from your employer. And I wish you all the best. Okay. Thank you, Plenty. Yeah, there you have it. Our very first interview on the Success Smoothie Podcast with Olora Femi Obasa. I trust you got a lot of value from it. If you did, please do leave a comment. If you have any questions, also leave them in the comments. And Femi and I can provide answers to those questions. I trust you got value if you did. Also share this with your friends and loved ones so that they can also learn what you learned and they can also apply it in their own lives. You can find the show notes, the full archive of all episodes, including this one, on my website. That's ifomaengine.com, I-F-E-O-M-A.com. Full show notes of all of the episodes are there. You can also listen to all previous episodes of the show on Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Success Movie Podcast, Ifoma and King Bemudu, you find it there. Yeah, finally, thank you so much for taking out the time to listen to this. I am so looking forward to delivering you another serving of actionable insights to help you become better, wiser, and wealthier next week. But until then, please do remember that success comes from making the most of where you are on the way to where you're going. So be sure to do just that this week. Cheers!